Do you want to reach your full kingdom potential? Welcome to Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Listen, it's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. Man, I gotta say that one more time. It's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. It's time to take action and connection, involvement and commitment to the next level. Here's Carlos Rivera. Praise God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you because you're such a good God. So in Jesus' name, Lord God, we just pray that your word will minister to our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Keep the fire burning. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 1 through 10. When all of these blessings and curses I have set before you come on you and you take them to heart, wherever the Lord your God disperses you among the nations, and when you and your children return to the Lord your God and obey him with all your heart and with all your soul according to everything I command you today, Then the Lord your God will restore your fortunes and have compassion on you and gather you again from all the nations where he scattered you. Even if you have been banished to the most distant land under the heavens, from there the Lord your God will gather you and bring you back. He will bring you to the land that belonged to your ancestors and you will take possession of it. He will make you more prosperous and numerous than your ancestors. The Lord your God will circumcise your hearts and the hearts of your descendants so that you may love him with all your heart and all your soul and live. The Lord your God will put all these curses on your enemies who hate and persecute you. You will again obey the Lord and follow all his commandments I am giving you today. Then the Lord your God will make you more prosperous in all the work of your hands and in the fruit of your womb, the young of your livestock and the crops of your land. The Lord will again delight in you and make you prosperous, just as he delighted in your ancestors. If you obey the Lord your God and keep his commands and decrees that are written in this book of the law and turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul. In Acts chapter 2, we read about the first Christian revival on the day of Pentecost after Peter preached and 3,000 were saved. Although many revivals took place throughout the Civil War, it was during the late fall of 1863 through the spring and summer of 1864 that the Great Revival occurred. Although this event is best documented for Lee's Army of Northern Virginia, it took place in the Southern Armies in both Virginia and Tennessee. According to the Confederate Chaplain J. Williams Jones, nearly every Confederate brigade and approximately 10% of the soldiers in the Army of Northern Virginia accepted Christ. Night after night, troops participated in worship and prayer meetings. Virtually every gathering ended with soldiers coming forward to accept Christ or receive prayer. When a pond or river was nearby, the soldiers would often step forward for baptism, regardless of how cold the weather was. The U.S. Christian Commission records show that similar events were happening in the North's principal Eastern Army, the Army of the Potomac, at the same time. Brigade chapels were so full that men were often turned away. It estimated that over 100,000 Confederate and somewhere between 100 to 200,000 Union troops accepted Christ during the Civil War, roughly 10% of all the men engaged. There were many accounts of the change that took place in men both during and after the war because of the power of the Holy Spirit. Even today, we hear of God's Spirit moving in South America, Cuba, Iraq, Pakistan, and even in China. Literally, millions of souls are being won for Christ every year. Yet, while it's thrilling to hear about revivals in some other time, in some other place, for some other people... I'm growing hungry for revival here and now, a revival that will rock the world that you and I live in every day. 
and I believe it's possible. And I believe God's word contains the key to revival. It's time to keep the fire burning. Well, I don't believe that there's a magic formula that we can follow to activate a revival. I do believe that there are patterns which can show us how to prepare ourselves for revival. We must open our hearts and our lives in such a way that God is able to pour out revival at this time, in this place, on these people, because I believe that that it's exactly what God wants to do. I like for us to look at Deuteronomy uh, chapter 30. The Lord speaks to Israel as they're coming into the promised land, and he sees a time when they'll turn away from him, but God makes a promise of revival. Now, what are the Lord's requirements? In verse 1, we see it here, and the word of God says this, When all these blessings and curses I have set before you come upon you, and you take them to heart, wherever the Lord your God disperses you among the nations. The first thing is this, you must remember. You see, that phrase, take them to heart, is more literally translated, call them to mind or remember. In the previous chapter, God laid out all the bad things that will happen to Israel if they chose to to turn their backs on him. Wars, pestilence, disease, exile from their homeland. Now he's saying, when all these things happen, I want you to remember what I'm saying to you now. He's saying, I want to make things right. I want revival more than you do, but first, I need you to remember. Perhaps you've wandered far from the Lord, or maybe you've never had a relationship with Him at all. Your life is in shambles. Maybe those around you know it, and maybe they don't. But inside, you're empty. It's time to remember God's promise. Perhaps we need to look around at our society, at Wall Street, in meltdown because of systematic dishonesty at an entertainment industry that pumps out sewage for our unthinking and uncaring consumption, at daily interactions uh, among people that have lost in many cases even the resemblance of respect and regard for others. Are we making a difference in the place the Lord has put us? Are we serving the Lord with all our heart, soul, and mind? Perhaps it's time to remember God's promise of revival. Now, having remembered, there's a second requirement. You must return. In verse 2, it says, And when you and your children return to the Lord, your God, and obey Him with all your heart, with all your soul, according to everything I command you today. While obedience to God's word is expected, it's not just an external, it's internal, with all our heart and with all our soul. In the Welsh Revival of 1904, this transformation of people was talked of the nation and the world. It was reported that the draft horses of Wales were terribly confused because their drivers would no longer curse and beat them, and the horses simply didn't know what to do. So having remembered the Lord's promise, we're required to return to the Lord's commandments. This brings up the second half. We're talking about how would the Lord respond? Number one, through restoration. In verses 3 through 5, it says, Then the Lord your God will restore your fortunes and have compassion on you and gather you again from all the nations where he scattered you. Even if you have been banished to most distant land under heavens, from there the Lord will gather you and bring you back. He will bring you to the land that belonged to your fathers, and you will take possession of it. He will make you more prosperous and numerous than your fathers. The first thing the Lord does is restore what has been lost to sin. The Lord said to the prophet Joel, I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten. Sometimes restoration is simply the natural consequence 
of our repentance. You see, when we as individuals and communities begin to live life according to God's plan, things simply begin to work better. Beyond that, I believe that God begins to shower His blessings in natural and supernatural ways when we humbly come to Him. Secondly, the, the Lord responds with renewal. In verse 6, the Lord your God will circumcise your hearts and, your, and the hearts of your descendants so that you may love Him with all your heart and all your soul and live. Notice how the circle is completed here. In verse 2, God calls us to return to Him with all our hearts. Here in verse 6, He promises to increase the capacity of our hearts to love Him. And when we return to Him, He sets our hearts free and renews us for the purpose we were intended for. And the last response of the Lord is this, rejoicing. In verse 9, it says, When the Lord your God will make you most prosperous in all the work of your hands and the fruits of your womb, the young of your livestock and the crops of your, of your land, the Lord will again delight in you and make you prosperous just as he delighted in your fathers. Here's what's really cool. Did you hear it? The rejoicing isn't rejoicing, our rejoicing. It's God's rejoicing. He rejoices over us. This is why I'm confident that the desire for revival is God's plan. God rejoices over our return. He's high-fiving the angels doing the dance of divine delight. I'm convinced that a lot of the manifestations that's accompanying many revivals are simply the overflow of God's rejoicing. I believe that that's amazing. Now, are you like me? Are you ready to stop hearing stories of revival and start living them? Have we looked at the state of our lives, the state of our community, the state of our culture and said to ourselves, there must be more? Then it's time to remember the promise of revival and return to the way of the Lord. See, the Lord is ready to restore our lives, to renew our hearts, and He longs to rejoice at our return. I just want to share three things to keep the fire burning. Number one, pray daily. Seek the Lord daily in your prayer life. Number two, study God's word daily. Stay in his word and let him speak to you. And finally, repent daily. Turn from your wicked ways and follow the Lord. And listen, God bless you. Have a great rest of the day. And always remember, when you're walking in the spirit, you won't fulfill the desires of the flesh. God bless you. Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Don't forget to share this podcast. Let us know how God is working in your life and how we can pray for you. If you wonder about it, wander around it, worry about it, join us for fresh inspiration and motivation from the Word of God with new episodes available every Friday. Connect with Carlos at carlosmrivera.com.